Hello and welcome to another episode of the Balanced Entrepreneur podcast with me, your host, Janine Friston. Now today I'm going to be talking about shiny object syndrome. Are you always looking for and trying that next thing for you and your business? Do you think something else is worth pursuing rather than the thing that you're currently working on? You might hear that this new product, service or system is the bee's knees and it's going to be the next big thing. So what can happen if this is you? You down tools on what you're currently working on or the way you've been working or that new on that product or that service or that system. You put that away. It may be even something that you've started to get traction on, but you change direction and you move on to that new thing. Does that sound familiar to you? It does to me because I am this person. I am always thinking up new ideas as part of my sort of way of working. I'm always out there signing up to challenges watching live masterclasses, signing up to those freebies. I'm in loads of groups, so I'm listening to lots of amazing business owners and they've all got their way of working and what their focus is on and and things. And so it can easily distract me into thinking, oh, I need to do that. That sounds amazing. And so I change all the time. And then what's happened is that I've not really been known for one thing. People are getting confused as to what I'm about. So as I'm recording this, for instance, Threads has recently been introduced and boy, did that take over a few days, didn't it? I think I was off social media for one day and I logged back on and it's every, everyone was talking about Threads. What was it, about 30 million users in a few hours or something? And Clubhouse was the same a few years back, wasn't it? If you remember Clubhouse, is anyone still on Clubhouse? I don't even think I've got the app anymore. I'm the worst one for coming up with random ideas and think I've got to do them all. But I've made a conscious effort over the last couple of months, really, to really try and stop doing that because it's not helping me. It's not helping my ideal customer or my business. So as I say, you know, we're all in lots of groups. We listen to lots of other amazing business owners out there saying that you need to have a course to grow your business. Others will say that you've got to focus on reels or email or you need to go all in on LinkedIn, or you need to have a program. You need to design your evergreen system or create a membership. But what about writing a book? That's great for your audience growth and credibility. No, YouTube and TikTok are the way forward. The list can go on, can't it? And as business owners, we can get sucked in. We get excited about that something new, and we can only see the benefits of doing all these new things. Hands up if that's you. But what can happen if this is you? Does changing things or introduce that extra new thing have that desired effect? Sometimes, yes, but not always. But it can be tough, can't it, as an entrepreneur? We're wired to look for new ideas, to be excited about it. That's why lots of us started our business in the first place, because we had that idea, that thing that lit us up. And also, as entrepreneurs, these new ideas, these new ways of working, all these different ways of working, brought so many of these amazing products, platforms for us to use, ways of working, and clients love us for it. And when you're starting out a business, so those of you that are new to business maybe, or maybe changing something in your business, you want to experiment, don't you? You want to try different things to see what you want your business to be, to see what captures your ideal market and captures your target clients. What captures their imagination? And that's really good to try different things, but it's not, you don't have to always rush in. And that's what I'm trying to do for myself. I'm trying not to rush in all the time. So with Threads, for instance, I created my account so that there is um, an account there. I've not really been on it since that first day. I thought, gosh, no, I could easily get sucked in. I was the same with Twitter. I could spend hours 
you know, commenting, engaging, talking on Twitter. But I thought, no, Janine, you're doing, you know, you are focusing in on a couple of platforms and a couple of ways of reaching your ideal audience. Stick to that. Don't get distracted. I've done quite well so far, so I'm really pleased with myself. Sometimes if you try all these different things and you're always constantly moving on, it can be really disruptive. It can be disruptive to you, your clients, your team members, if you have them. It brings uncertainty to everyone, confusion, and maybe also a lack of commitment to this new thing, whether it's a lack of commitment from your team members or from customers, because they already know that you'll probably change your mind again in a few weeks' time, and then they're going to be back to square one again. So what can happen is that these new bright, shiny object things that promise you know, more money maybe um, can actually lead to reduced income. Because you're going to have a lack of available time to work on the things that have actually been bringing you that success up until that point. And what's going to happen then? You're going to get demotivated and negative about that new thing. You think it's that new thing that's not working. And so you look for the next new thing and you try that. And the cycle goes on and on and on. You go round in circles, trying more things, different things, without actually just focusing your time and attention for a few months, however long, on one thing and doing that one thing well. So how can we try and get that balance right? I'm just going to go through three ways that I've given myself a stern talking to myself. This is actually like a bit of a, a lesson for me. So number one, just commented it there. Focus on one thing and get this working and be known for this first. If you focus on one thing or maybe one particular target customer or something, it's going to be easier for your messaging, your focus, your time. Your audience are going to know what you're about and they're going to be more behind you. So as I said, I haven't always done this. When I was starting out the Female Business Network, I thought about all the ways I could help bring people together. So I thought about doing courses, about doing lives, about doing videos, about doing email, about being on loads of different platforms. I tried all the different platforms, but actually it's taken me about 18 months of this business to figure out that actually what gives me that passion and what's bringing people to me is that I actually enjoy bringing people together of building that community and helping them to build the businesses their way and in a way that works for them to get that balance. So this is actually what people are saying are attracting them to me and this is what I'm passionate about what I'm in what I enjoy and what I'm good at and I've started to be known for that now so people are talking about me for networking for having friendly events and now working with introverts to help them to be more visible and grow their business and grow their community so my focus now is on one thing and that's building the membership to the BMO business club so everything I do is aimed now at promoting this and being more of the right people into that community. And those right people are introverts and quietly confident women in business. That's what I'm known for. That's what I'm focusing on. And everything is about building that membership. So that's the first one. Make sure you focus on one thing. The next point is when you do have those new ideas and you will have them because you are an entrepreneur, you are a business owner. Maybe look at, before you go all in on something, particularly if it's a new project or a new thing that you want to launch, make sure that you work through a feasibility exercise. 
does it fit with your current business and your clients? What will it take to do that properly? Do you have the time and finances available right now to give it the commitment it needs so that it does succeed? Do you know what income or outcome it will have to make it worthwhile for your time and your resources? These are the types of questions you need to think about. What are your costs to bring it on? What's the income potential? What's your competition? What is it you're going to be offering? Take the time to think about it for a while. Talk it through with others if you can. So if you if you are in part of a network or you attend, you know, a mastermind maybe, or you've got a group of people that you trust, talk through the idea with people. Look at it as a feasibility exercise. Is it the right thing to do right now? And that leads me on to the third thing. Do you have to do it now? Some things are great ideas and I've got a whole list of them that I think are great ideas anyway. Um, but sometimes they can be parked for a little bit and brought into play for, you know, later on. And this is especially right if you have the next month or your next quarter targets and plans sorted. Don't think that you have to do everything straight away. It can be exciting as a business owner with lots of possibilities and ways for you to grow your business and income and doing it in a way that you're passionate about. I know from experience that doing too much, too many things can actually get in the way of growing your audience or growing your business and growing your income. Or by going after each new idea, you start to feel overwhelmed, a little chaotic and all over the place. And I've been there as well. And it's not pleasant. I don't like it. And sometimes I forget and I go off on tangents. And then a couple of weeks later, I'm like, oh my God, I've done too much. And I have to rein myself in. And what happens is that balance, that passion can get lost. So I'm trying really hard to um, stick to this. So if you are one of these people that do go after that next thing that is distracted by shiny object syndrome, make sure that you create your plans for the next quarter and the month ahead in advance. This is going to help to make sure you're less likely to stray into those new ideas and you'll be able to maintain that focus a little bit easier because you'll know what the outcome is and what the benefit is. If you are an ideas person like I am, write them down in a document or a notepad somewhere on a vision board and come back to them maybe at the start of next month or the next quarter to see if it's the right time to proceed with that new idea then. But if you do absolutely need to go ahead with something straight away, again, I've been there, Set aside an amount of time and resource that you're able to provide so that your current day-to-day and your current business and your current ways of working aren't too badly affected. So I hope you've got some ideas and ways to help with those shiny objects, those new ideas that you're going to get in your business from this episode. Don't stop them from happening. It's what makes us entrepreneurs, the people and the business owners that we are. Just find out how you can build them into your current business in a more structured and organised way. Now, the next few episodes are to my roots and I'm back talking about networking for business success. So I've got um, a number of episodes all around networking and how you can make sure that you network the right way, how network is right for you, how network can grow your business. So please make sure that you follow this podcast Feel free to write me a review, it'd be amazing. So it's pushed out to more people. And also share with you know with business owners that you know. I'd love to reach more people um, and help and support more people. So look out for the next podcast. But until then, have a lovely time. <laughs>